This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO, how's everybody doing out there? Ignition, back on the air another week. We've got so much going on. The Indy 500 poll is set. Ryan Blaney wins the all-star race. It's all happening. Ferrari. Formula One goes on. Charles Leclerc wins the race from the pole position, except that didn't happen. Ah, so frustrating. Done, blowed up. We're going to get into all of that, not to mention sports collision, the Miami Heat, the Miami Dolphins, the Florida Panthers, anything else that's out there in the world of sports. We're going to get into that sports. And we're going to get into all of it on this very fast-moving edition of WFO Radio. And uh, we're going to get you set for the week. If you're watching on the YouTube, that's great. We appreciate you. And subscribe, click the bell. A little bit later on the show, I'll tell you about the people who make it possible for me to go WFO. And I'm going to bring on the co-hosts of the show, the Patreon co-hosts. I'm going to try to get them on the show also. We're doing the show a little bit early because we've got Heat Celtics that's going to be coming on at like a little later. So we want to be able to like... Feel the intensity. So it's all happening. But before I bring on Giovanni Miami, I just want to talk about a couple of things that are unfortunately negative. And we're going to dive in a little bit deeper on NHRA Nitro tomorrow with Alan Reinhardt. That's a Tuesday show. And uh, Reinhardt's going to join us. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. Freddie Terza from VP Racing Fuel going to join us. Erica on Wednesday. Going to be great. Jim Epler also on Wednesday. It's all going to be great. But unfortunately, we had two very significant passings in the world of NHRA drag racing. And I'm going to start in reverse order uh, from most recent, uh, which is John DeBartolomeo, Johnny D from Drag Racing Edge magazine. In fact, you could see right up there on the wall, the first article about WFO radio that ever appeared in a magazine was done by John DeBartolomeo, Johnny D. About WFO, shined a little spotlight on this little podcast, and um, we lost him. He he passed away. And what makes it particularly difficult is that, you know, only so difficult for me as a friend and colleague. He's got his children, Christina and Franklin, and, and everybody in the racing community is frankly devastated about this because Johnny D was a friend of all racers. We did countless shows with him on as, uh, you know, the co-host 50 minutes of John DeBartolomeo talking about drag racing. It was great stuff. And the guy loved drag racing like nobody else. He loved it. Magazines, photography, and he was a heck of a racer. In fact, my most significant memory at the next racetrack we go to, which is Epping, New Hampshire and the New England Nationals, the first time I was ever there. I went down to the top end of the racetrack to watch some runs from 1,320 feet. And here comes Johnny D. I think it was in the Superstocker, 
wham, 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 slamming the front end up and down to take the stripe by a couple of thou and win the race was awesome. It was just a great moment. You got to understand what we're talking about to really get it. But I can, I can remember that till right now. And, um, I saw him, I saw him in Charlotte. I was walking in the tower and I saw the silhouette of Johnny D coming towards me. And I got, Oh, there he is, Johnny. I didn't really know how sick he was. Didn't really know. And then I saw him. I was like, Hey, wow. You know, he didn't look, he did not look like himself. He was, um, a little of his color had faded, you know? Um, but after a second of adjusting, I was like, this is Johnny D. And he was walking around and he was walking. And he was talking. This is like a couple weeks ago. And now he has passed away. And it's just very difficult. And people who, you know, have friends and colleagues and racers and people you care about. Like, this is going to happen every now and again. Um, and it has happened. And so tomorrow with Reinhardt, we're going to talk a little bit more about it. I appreciate that the world of drag racing, the sportsman racers, the real insiders, they're mourning. John, Johnny D, but also Big Mac, Dave McClelland, who is much more of a known celebrity commodity in drag racing broadcasting, also passed away. Natural causes, 85 years old. And, um, you know, seeing the tributes pour out, like I, I, I'll save my tribute for tomorrow on the show, but really I just agree with what everybody's saying. The guy was an icon. It cannot be overstated. You think of, you know, Al Michaels to football and, you know, Howard Cosell and those guys like Big Mac and Steve Evans to drag racing are as big as any of those guys. They carried the sport from its inception to legitimate broadcast television and they made us all love it. We all love it because they made us love it. They were calling the events, the live and venue stuff, which a lot of people maybe don't realize. They thought they were just a TV voice. And I say they as in Big Mac and Steve Evans. I can't help but think of them as one unit. But Big Mac was the play-by-play -play guy. And Steve Evans would do some play-by-play -play and go down into the top end. And they would pass the ball back and forth. And it was amazing. And uh, Dave McClellan has passed away and with him, you know, like the a love for drag racing came and, um, and we're sad. We're sad. I'm sad, but I don't know what to do other than do the best broadcast I can do and have as much fun as I can have in the time that we uh, allow, because a lot of people tune into this show, log on to forget about their problems, their issues, $5 a gallon gas and whatever they're worried about. And we're going to have fun. And we got some cool things going on. We're going to talk about, Obviously, uh, Memorial Day weekend, the greatest weekend in racing. We've got the Grand Prix of Monaco coming up. We've got the Indy 500 coming up. We've got the Coke 600 coming up. We've got all kinds of NHRA divisional racing to talk about. They had a bad crash up there in Cecil County. That's another. This was a tough weekend for news, guys. And so we're going to try to balance that. Balance it with some fun and some entertainment. And this is what WFO is all about. And um, that's it. Let's bring on Giovanni Miami. And I'll tell you about the sponsors halfway through the show when you least expect it. And you're so invested that you don't want to fast forward. What's up, Giovanni? How are you? All right. All right. All is well down on the southern front. I'm yeah. over here counting my uh, $50 bill. 
one one dog at a time. Troy, you hear me, Troy? I don't know. I'm not gonna get too far into the show. What I do you mean? Like, forgot five that, seconds. It, you attacked this poor guy. Five in seconds. Show one up there of what was gonna be discussed, and I just wanted to make sure that you didn't let it slip. And so I just want to throw it right in there, so that once we get to wow. sports collision, I know we'll discuss this more. But right off the bat, Troy, you lost. I told you, man. You don't sleep on the heat. Celtics in five. Get out of here. You want to double down Celtics in six? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you heard the Monday motivation. Obviously. Oh, I did not this, hear. This but... was all said in the Monday motivation for Patreons. It was all said. I put it all out there. I actually felt guilty. I still feel guilty for not having intervened on behalf of Troy. He made a what, foolish. What? No. Oh, he, he made a foolish man. He's a grown ass man. He's I, allowed to make his own dumb decisions. That's he why. called me emotional and said that he thought he was pulling one over on me because I'm emotional. Well, guess who got emotional and just threw a 50 at me? Ha! You're definitely not. I'm emotional. emotional huh? You're you're acting kind of emotional right now. You're acting kind of emotional. <laughs> but listen, you're celebratory. There's some would say you should act like you've been there. This is not how I would react on upon victory. But this is your deal, man. This is you did win. You won. And Troy will join us, I'm sure, at some point in the show. We're going a little oh, early. Are you kidding me? He's probably going to, you know, oh, you guys were on too early. I wasn't able to sign on. Now you're accusing the guy of of ducking you. I love wow. You're but, you know, him. I don't know. Look, I can't sp see into the future, but I'm just saying, you know, we are a little bit earlier, and that could be a valid excuse for someone that doesn't want to show their face after their embarrassment. So for those that don't know, Last week during Sports Collision, the show with the show about sports. Everybody watches the show and everybody watches weekly like they're supposed There's to. There's new people logging on every week. Oh, sorry, new listener. New listener. New viewer. Listener. Or we have a podcast only. So there are people who are new listeners, new viewers. Uh, this one is definitely going to go up on YouTube. But I think Troy made a bet with Giovanni kind of out of nowhere. You, to attack the heat that the Celtics would win. And I, I was, as he was saying it, I was thinking to myself, oh, okay. I mean, it's possible the Celtics could win except when he said in five and he placed a $50 wager against Giovanni that like no odds or anything held the Celtics in five or, or not like that was, I felt like it was insane at the time. I kind of stood back and just let it happen because as you said, Troy is definitely a, grown ass man and can decide these things for himself. And so I, 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 even, I even mentioned the fact I'm like, you do realize that three of those five games are here in Miami. So you're saying that the heat are going to lose three games at home, two out of their three home it games. All very, said, yes, very it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all there. You can go back and listen to it. it well, you, it's not necessary. It was all very clearly laid out. And I even like, are you sure you want to do this? Now, at that point, I should have maybe just like, you know, when the stock market is crashing and they close it down, they shut it down or, the, you know, close the windows. Can't do it, Troy. That's just too bad. But I didn't do that because I didn't feel like oh, it I had it in my hand already, man. Too late. The heat, you know, they're not going to lose in five games. <laughs> they're not. It's not going to happen. And it was just like walking up to the, you know, I don't even know what to say. Like David coming up to Goliath, and Goliath just picks up David and bites his head off, spits him down. Squash you. 
gosh, you it was horrible. It's horrible. And so, you know, the first game, the first game, like they, they were getting beaten pretty badly. And then Jimmy Butler did his Jimmy Butler thing and came back and won it. It's like, oh, that's, third quarter. that's it was a third quarter. And then the second game, the Celtics went crazy and they, uh, you know, they were hitting like 62% from three point, like it, crazy numbers. They and scored they, nine of 11. They made nine of 11 three pointers in the first quarter alone. It was so, just a blow. Yeah. It was one of those games where it's like, all right, let's not try. And then game three, the heat wins and that's it. The bet is over. Uh, that's it. There was nothing to it. It wasn't even dramatic. It was the Heat won the first. So, you know, maybe he'll say he the the Celtics in in six, which you should take that action, double or nothing, like because it's it's just a bad bet now. One more game. Stay away. Yeah. Stay away. Again, Stay away. the Celtics might win this series, but it sure wasn't going to happen in five five games. That's where he made the mistake. Big mistake. Got just two, and he's not on. He'll be on later. We're probably going to have to go through all this again. But Gio, you wanted to get it. You were very excited, and so you did. All right, let's. Bring I just on wanted Sue. to bring it up before you forgot, and then you know we get to the end of the well, show, I, and you know me, I could be. You know, I have a very good memory. Sometimes it's just short. Yes, Sue Morris weighing in. Hello, Sue. Hello. You're right at the How's, start of the show, Sue. It's uh, we're going. How is the WFO world today? Oh man, I got to tell you, I don't know. The WFO world is it's good. Gio's very happy. He's taunting poor Troy like mercilessly. <laughs> Troy isn't even on like from the first second. Hello, Gio. Welcome. And, ah, attack. It was a vicious attack. Um, you know, I, I can't I, imagine. I, Not Gio, really. I, I didn't hear. I might have to do roll back the tape. <laughs> I recommend that you do. I recommend you roll back the tape. But also excited. We had a great weekend of racing. I know you guys went racing. I can't wait to hear what you did. I uh, I don't know what I did this past weekend. I really don't know. But I uh, I think I was very productive. I have been very productive, and I'm excited about this weekend, man. We got the greatest weekend in racing. We got the Grand Prix of Monaco. Granddaddy of weekends of racing. Yes. It's Holy Grail Sunday of racing. It really oh, is. Love that. And you game. know, NHRA drag racing is not really involved, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm, I'm okay good with, with that. <laughs> yeah. No like, I kind of, that. my motorsports fandom, I need, I need this weekend to like energize and go out there and, and hit, and hit charge. Now, why are you not in the center of your screen? You need to get into the center. Take it the other way. Go to the left. There you go. There's Sue. How's that? Now, we, that we did the show a little early. The show is early, so let's give some results. Um, hey, wait a minute! You guys didn't tell me that you were, we had to wear that uniform. Well, look, I got the hat. I got the hat. You Sorry, the hat. I had so to we wear this. Got the, oh, we got the, the triangle going. <laughs> we do. It's WFO, baby. We everyone's get the gear. Like yeah. that's it. It's available in the and WFO store. Fourteen bucks, by the way. The shirts are fourteen bucks right now. They were on sale as a fake guy stuff. <laughs> What's that? Even if you get the fake guy stuff. No, the fake guy stuff was like 30 bucks. Oh. But that's a different story. So Ryan Blaney wins the all-star race. Blaney, here's the thing, is it was almost an epic fail by NASCAR. The guy is 40 feet from the stripe when the final caution comes out. And the all-star race cannot, by rule, end under caution so they had to rerun it, and he he won it. He wanted the most regardless. ridiculous excuse for a caution at that. I mean, well, really, a car went into a the guy wall and rubbed the wall. wall. 
The yeah, guy, if that guy's the leader, hold on. Can I say something? If that guy is the leader, are they calling the caution on the leader hitting the wall right there? No, they're gonna try and give him a chance to get back and see if people get around him. You know, like that's that. Just use that. If that happens okay, but in the first is, or second place guy fighting for the lead, are they throwing a caution? That's I, all I gotta I, say. I don't know. I don't know. The answer is you don't know. Nobody knows. Oh, it's a totally. Know. You don't. Nobody knows. It's a referee throwing a flag is really what it is. It's a decision in that second. And the guy decided to push the button and it was a mistake. I don't think he should have pushed the button. I just said, yeah, and not push the button or waited to push the button until after Blaney uh, crossed the, the start finish line. And it was just an error in judgment. You think about the university of Miami versus Ohio state, the guy that, you know, they're celebrating out on the field. The guy goes into his pocket and he throws out a flag and the whole game has to be played over. And you know what? Ohio state, they believe that they are the national champions that year. And they will tell you they're the national champions that year. And, and that kind of thing happens in sports all the time and it happened right here and it was definitely bad and it was definitely a mistake but rules are rules and he hadn't gotten to the stripe when that guy pushed the button and they had Look, to run I'm it again saying, and he won he won the race anyway he did and again in this case the right guy did win unlike you know the reference that you made there well i think what? it's a great reference i think off the top of my head i think it's a great well, reference to no, where the again, this guy the right guy did win outcome. And again, I look, I'm not saying that this guy, whatever idiot, decided to push the button. Is There was no malice, but it's definitely malpractice. You know, that guy shouldn't be in charge of the button anymore. Okay, so wait a second. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm going to fight. I'm going to support him. This is nowhere near remotely close to the malpractice of the end of the Formula One season last well, year. Uh, that's a whole well, that's different, a whole different, different levels of malpractice. Like, don't get all Stephen A. Right. Smith and excited about this when the, uh, the guy really just reacted a little too quick. It was like yeah, a well, there's different levels of malpractice you understand. You know, there's so a this is a minor too. level of malpractice. So, so yeah, leaving a, 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 a shoe out and somebody slips on it or pushing somebody down the stairs. <laughs> so anyway, Sue, you were I saying... Do you, I don't know, Joe. Are you saying you think he was getting excited and he thought Ryan Blaney won and he went, hit the button? Is that what it was? He just, he just uh, you know, I don't know, man. It was, what are we talking oh, about? Shoot, the tenth the of a second? Right. Like maybe he right. misjudged him going across. All right, he won it. He, he, he out. did see the guy at the flag stand, right, waving the checkered flag and then going, oh, crap, and pulling it back. You know, it's like, yeah, he didn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. And so you wonder why the guy, he, we're lucky the guy didn't pull into a burnout and wipe the car across the the infield, you know, celebrating already. But again, this is all much ado about nothing. It is. NASCAR got lucky. But again, in their quick pull the trigger and make shit up as they go along, you know. What are you doing? Like, really? Wow. Like, why are you so emotional Shoot. over this of all things? He's getting ready for the heat game. That's what it is. Come on. They got a late start. Troy did Eight o'clock. This, this, exactly. <sighs> this is why you shouldn't make bad bets, Troy. This is why you shouldn't make bad bets, Troy. You're enabling you know, people. Gio You're an enabler. Even egg him on. I hate to say it. I, you know, I'd love to defend Troy, but. <laughs> Big mistake. He, he just threw it down and we all were like, really? He was yeah. trying to take advantage of me. I know. Yeah. Well, he thought. What? Yeah, he thought. Let's, he let's hear. I only what, Let's hear what Ryan Blaney has to say about the end not being the end. 
Yeah, so coming off of four, uh, you know, I guess Kosh came out 300 feet or so before the line, and um, I, I, none of us knew that uh, you had to see the checkered flag, I guess. I, I, I think we just got locked in our heads of, you know, you take the leader takes the white flag, next flag in is race. And uh, I guess that wasn't the case, but we all thought it. I mean, I thought it. Josh said, you know, we won. Jonathan got on the radio and said, congrats, you know. So I got to the backstretch. I took my internet down, and and I didn't. Uh, and then Josh told me off before. He said the race, it, you know, they're saying that the race isn't over, and uh, you need a end under green. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that caught all of us off guard, and and uh, so it, it was kind of short-lived panic mode in my spot of like, how the hell am I going to get this window net back up? Because <laughs> I mean, it takes almost takes two people to do it outside the car, and let alone me, uh, my scrawny arms inside the car, sitting down, not being able to get a lot of leverage on it. And I was, I could get like millimeters away from latching it. Uh, and I'd have to give up. My shoulder is going to be junk in the morning. Uh, but I was able to get it latched finally uh, enough to where it was up and, and sealed. So, and, and NASCAR uh, deemed it safe. So um, yeah, very, very odd, wild. Um, but luckily it worked out for us that the best car ended up winning the race so nascar did let you know or like you know that the window net was good and you're cleared to that final restart they deemed it safe um on the back stretch coming to the green because it was up and latched and i had two hands on the wheel and uh that was their call there it is and that was their call and i i agree so listen you know to expect them to be perfect is not right this was a mistake <laughs> definitely but look they didn't make him come down pit road. They didn't make sure the, the window. Oh, sorry. Uh, your window net has to be up. And otherwise, so we're going to ask you to come off the racetrack. You lose like that could have happened too. It didn't. They did everything right after the mistake. Ryan Blaney won the race. It was a little uh, drama. Everybody's talking about it. It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but you're not the only person that's freaking out. I saw a guy on, on the Facebook. Freaking out. I just, oh, yeah. This is not a freak out. No, not at all. It's it's slightly on the Stephen A. rant, maybe. It is a little it's bit. A it's very, right there on the edge. It's a very you know, I'm all Stephen excited is the heat are up and Troy has got fifty dollars on there on his way, you know, in the through the USPS helping our, our mail system, you know, putting fifty five cents back into the into the coffins there. So just so you know, Troy is out there. He's driving. He's listening audio only for oh, twenty. Yeah, of oh. course he is. Unavailable. How, how convenient. So let's just continue with the show, and <laughs> Troy will come on eventually, and we'll talk about it. Do you want to say anything more about the NASCAR All Star Race? I enjoyed some Sunday night NASCAR. It was, uh, you know, it was okay. The the racing. And Chastain almost drove up over Kyle Busch. Yeah, Kyle Busch, you know, kind of coming down and didn't hold his line and came across. It was very well. Scary. He had a flat tire and he was slowing down, and Chastain was not slowing down, coming full, full go. WFO, he was going WFO. Well, he said he guessed wrong, got airborne, took out Chase. A lot of good cars got taken out in that uh, in that crash, and that would have changed the dynamic of the race. Uh, Blaney might not have won, but it was it was interesting. The the open and the transferring and all of that. Um, the last segment being 50 laps with a caution in the middle. 
Seems all right. I was disappointed at the crowd, honestly. Sunday night, Texas Motor Speedway. They just moved the all-star race there a couple of years. Where was everybody? I think part of it's Sunday night. <laughs> Racing Sunday night. I think that's part of the problem. Saturday yeah. night, you're going to get your crowd. I I just, I think you're struggling with the Sunday night, Sunday night race uh, for the all-stars. Not that it's not an exciting race. I mean, they are doing a lot to make it exciting, but you know, you're going to pack the crowd in on a Saturday night. Think of Saturday night racing, right? You go to dirt races, you go around your rounds. That's, that's what you're doing. You're going to go see your, your dirt race on Saturday night. I think that's when you're going to pull the crowds in. I mean, you know, they'd pack them in at Bristol. They'd pack them in at other, other tracks that they run on Saturday nights. But I, I just think it's a, it's a tough one when it's not even a holiday the next day. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's tough starting, you know, cause what the race started at, Eight o'clock, eight thirty almost. Oh, it was it was so, taking so, forever to get started. I mean, I realized, yeah, it was definitely after eight. Now it was in you know Central Time Zone Texas, so it was a little after seven yeah. over there. But it but, did end kind of late too. It ended, you know, I'd say just after ten thirty ish, kind of yeah. long, and I don't know. I thought it was fine. I think from the fact from the start of the open. Through all the pumper circumstances, so it was it maybe too much time in between the open and the actual. There was a considerable amount race. of time. That seemed like that was too long. But, you know, they were doing, they were busy. They had their cowboy, you know, jumping through the lasso. And uh, well, that was so cheerleaders. And all the, the, uh, everybody that's famous in Texas showed up. The driver introductions Hollywood. were very interesting. Where they were coming out with like, you know, like... Uh, character right like it, it was they had to have told the drivers we want you to do something crazy when you come out the doors right because everybody was pretty much doing that busting out the doors and throwing out stuff and kicking into the air and doing david lee roth jump you know like they were going crazy it was uh it was by design and i liked it i, I found it to be very exciting each crew comes out together i thought it was very neat i want our drag racers to do something similar but a little less intense uh, but more sense than what they do, but less like right in the, you know, the poor somewhere and, in between right. the, the, oh, the wrestling yeah. and what they did and what we do, but you know, not quite. Denny Hamlin was second, Austin Sindrick third, Joey Logano, Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, AJ Allmendinger, Chris Buescher, Brad Kislowski, Christopher Bell rounding out the top 10, followed by Lord Byron, Eric Almarola, Kurt Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Michael McDowell, Bubba Wallace, Kevin Harvick, Chase Briscoe, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Eric Jones, Kyle Busch, and these guys are all in the crash. Ross Testain, Chase Elliott, and Kyle Larson, who hit the wall very, very hard as well. And it is a win for Ryan Blaney at Texas Motor Speedway, and now we'll see what happens in the Coke 600. Uh, very exciting. Uh, but it was what it was. Tires didn't matter. Dragster Jeff is out there. WFO, everyone, packing to go on our epic trip, leaving tomorrow for Redding, Ca California. Uh, R E D D I N G for the first of six drag strips in five weeks in the great Northwest bedrock nice. racing's Northwest swing, Redding, California, Woodburn, Portland, Seattle, Bremerton. Then uh, what is that? Samoa on the way home. We're heading to the grocery store. I'll keep you posted. WFO gang listening to the show. Thank you very much. Dragster Jeff. That's cool. That's Going up awesome. to, uh, you, you know, you would be able to invite, Troy to come out to the race, but now he's got to send that $50 to Giovanni and that's going to change everything. He's not going to be able to go Gio, Don't you feel badly? You're going to let Troy keep, 
let him keep his money. Not even a little bit. No, sir. No way. This is why I don't place wagers, guys. That's why I'm not a big wager guy. I won't be doing wagers. Are you a big wager person, Sue? Have you wagered anyone? <laughs> no, I'm I'm kind of with you, Joe. I try to avoid the wagers because usually I go down the wrong path and it costs me money. So. Like, right, exactly. Well, I remember Fred Flintstone had this gambling problem. He would go bat, 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 and he'd freak out and he would take any wager and he would lose dramatically. That's kind of like Troy. Was that Fred Flintstone who had that problem? I think it was. Marcus Smith discusses having, yeah, I made some cartoon character from way back in the day. I think it was Fred Flintstone. <laughs> On Monday afternoon, Marcus Smith, president and CEO of the uh, Speedway Motorsports, spoke to Sirius about this past weekend's All-Star event when asked about possibly rotating the event to a venue that Cup doesn't currently, is this from now? Yeah. Currently race at. Smith said, I don't know. We had it in Charlotte for a number of years. We did it in Bristol in 2020. We couldn't have it in North Carolina. Then we moved it to Texas for the last couple of years. This event, we had more people buying tickets than we did last year. We had increases in tickets and camping. It was a lot of fun for a lot of people in the Southwest region of the United States. We're looking at making it bigger and better. When we had it in Charlotte, we had some detractors who would say, why is it in Charlotte? It's just a warm-up event. We move it and people say, let's put it back in Charlotte. One thing I found is nobody likes change. Nobody likes anything to stay the same. It's one of those things that you can't make everyone happy, except he really wants to say you can't make anyone happy. Well, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I learned a few years ago when we put it in the speedway, uh, we put in the speedway TV at Charlotte, which was one of the biggest things we've done for fans at the track. And we still had people complain about it. We've, We've got a huge team that works to make everyone happy, but there's some people out there who like to complain more than anything. We really take our job seriously at putting on a pheno phenomenal, memorable event every single weekend. If you look at all things our team at Texas did to deliver an amazing fan experience, I think if you talk at the fans that were there, they had a great time. I saw thousands and thousands of them having a great time, says Marcus Smith on Sirius XM, which... Wow, Marcus. Good job. That's exactly yeah. true. That's what exactly what people are like. Negative, negative, negative. You know, well, you know he, he was trying to spin some data there, though. He just had to spin the data a little bit more. Because it sounds like the data was telling him that they actually had more fans there. So maybe what you saw and what the data shows are two different things, which it could be. 100 yeah. percent uh that, that's a huge track out there in texas and mm -hmm. I, I don't know i was just kind of vamping right like i don't i don't have data i want them to be successful i like the idea of of whatever of trying stuff so they're trying stuff but i love to hear most of all <laughs> i love to hear him say that i love to hear him call people out there's a market for negativity in the world right now guys there's a market for negativity we talked about it last week with the formula one race like somebody's got to write negative stories about stuff Geo tested out here a lot. You've got to have someone saying the negative stuff because there's a market for negativity. And uh, like Marcus Smith is pulling his hair out, right? Like whatever we do, we put in the TV. What do you think of the TV? We hate it. Ah, we hate that TV. That TV is terrible. If I wanted to watch TV, I would go home. I'm not coming here to watch TV. Uh, take out the TV. We took out the TV. Where's the TV? What have I just got used to the TV? How can I watch what's going on in the corners without a TV? You're terrible. Eh. There's people like that. Well, you're not going to make everybody happy. You're not going to deal make with it. it. 
Exactly. <laughs> Dude, you know go. what happens if you listen to the fans, right? You end up sitting you end with up them. Sitting with them. That's right. Yeah. Who cares what they have to say? Yeah. Well, listen, I think that's a tenant. That's got to be a tenant of WFO, right? Like, who cares what the fans have to say? I don't know. It's something. Hello. Something to think about. I would love to see that race promoter put that out there. Come to my track. Who cares what the fans have to say? Uh, that one might not Look, work. That's so not well. how you market you know, it. But, you know. Marcus was a little negative, but he was trying to spin the positive, too. Yeah. Definitely. He was. We did this. We did this. We did this. And you still hate me. And you still have something <laughs> negative to say because negative is so much more powerful than positive. You want to buy a product and you go to the reviews and there's 15,000 reviews that are positive and there's two that are negative. Like, let me see what these people had to say about it. The negative reviews. Like, what sucks about this product? Oh, okay. And I, that's how I make my decisions. Oh, these guys are idiots. They, or... That sounds legit, but who knows? Who knows? All right. So speaking of negative, let's talk Formula One. Oh. 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 And you don't want me to turn into Stephen A around here. No, listen, I, you oh. know, I don't know. I don't know what you have to say. Like the, there's the reality. And then, you know, you're not going to another epic failure on the on Ferrari. I just, you know, there's what else is there? Blown engine. That's what well, you know. No, Whatever. it's nightmare. Yeah. Well, you know, leading by 12 seconds. Driving by himself. I guess they turned it up too much, right? Like they found the edge. <laughs> yeah. And then they went over it. That, well, right. Like now we know how much power is too much power to reduce reliability. We Who now was know. not reading the gauges? Who was not reading yeah well exactly I mean, come on these things have how much diagnostic equipment on them and they're going back to screens who's not paying attention somebody missed the mark they had to see that <laughs> i don't know all i know is that the feeling of going from in the lead by 12 seconds to blowing up coasting to a stop and retiring from the race and finishing last is not one I'd like to duplicate on a regular basis. That was pretty. No, no, no. It was pretty. It was a negative experience. Like I, you know, it was bad. I am. I am. I woke up. I was like, oh, all right, Formula One. Here we go. Turned on the TV. Still got, you know, junk in my eyes, but I'm ready to watch racing. I'm ready. Formula One. First race since Miami. Going to watch another thing. Here we go. And I'm so happy. Good start, except signs. What's up with this guy, man? Signs on the start. It's like he's dragging a parachute. It's terrible. But okay, at least we got Charles out there. Hey, Max going off. Doesn't stop. What? Uh, oh, yeah, Max wins. Congratulations, Max. Another great victory, Max Verstappen. Oh, no, Julie. you forgot the part where the DRS wasn't working. Oh, and he couldn't even get around Russell. And he was having a, 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 you know, a fit. A fit of, of like, okay, so. Assume. Max and a, Max and a fit, maybe that's what we need to start doing the wagering on. At what point, how early in the race are you going to hear Max going, rear, 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 this car just doesn't handle like a piece of shit. I don't like it. I mean, I, I swear we turned on the race and the only reason I heard Max's voice over what was going on in the race? And I go, oh, I hear Max is bitching already. Okay. 
check. <laughs> He's not. Yeah, becoming... at that point, we thought it was going to be a great day for Ferrari. That, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's going to be an awesome day. And Haas, too, but no. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Dragster <laughs> Jeff and Troy are having a conversation. Troy, that we're staying in Newport for a few days. Uh, our way south, he'll PM. They're going to hang out. Uh, he says it'll probably rain the whole trip. Yeah, it was a very negative situation. Here are the final results. Max Verstappen wins the race. Sergio Perez second. They take over the points leads. They take over. They're like, this is the race where things turn. Remember people talking about Ferrari winning the championship? Yeah, right. George Russell third. Great drive by George Russell. That was a great drive by him. He held Max back as long as he could. He did great. That was an excellent effort for George Russell. Carlos Sainz fourth, Lewis Hamilton fifth. Also, remember Lewis was talking about Mercedes had a really good day. You know, Lewis at that point where he had his incident and he was way at the end because, uh, you know, him and Mag, K Mag uh, went bumpy, bumpy. And um, he was at that point dead last considering, you know, let's call it a day. He was ready to, to say, let's go home. And they told him, no, dude, don't worry about it. You know, we got let's play long in here. And he finished fourth, fifth, you said, right, fifth? It's yeah, fifth. They said they they thought the he was going to finish eighth. They were like, "We think you can finish eighth," and he finished fifth. That was a great drive by Lewis Hamilton, who is catching all kinds of flack, which is crazy. Also, the market for negativity—it's really amazing. It's no, um, there's no place that it's worse. Maybe you know, maybe in in uh, soccer, but then in Formula One, they've already got Lewis as washed up. He's why they they're calling him washed up. Who was it? One of the former Ferrari guys. Um, I'll, I'll find it, but yeah, well, Lewis can't hang with these young guys anymore. And now he's in the downturn of his career and everything. The only thing that pre- pre- prevented this guy from being a champion last year was some crazy stuff at the end of the race. Otherwise he'd be a world champion right now. You wouldn't be saying that, but because of what happened in that last race, now they're saying he's washed up just like that. Matt in Australia says I could hear Joe cry out. No, all the way from Australia. Yeah, that's true. But that's not what I do. I don't scream. I just kind of bury my head in my hands like this and like, you know, just oh, yeah. become quiet and curl into the fetal position and just <laughs> and just kind of like fetal position. Oh, really? No, I stand up and I go, ah, full floor and full floor and filth. I'm going to go make breakfast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I changed. I turned it off. Definitely. No, I left it on, but I'm not watching. I didn't, you know, I'm not actively watching anymore. Time out. Shut off the TV. Got up. What did my whole morning routine? Went out into the living room and put it back on and uh, casually observed the remainder of the race. Casually. It was very, very aggravating. Botas 6th, Esteban Ocon 7th, Lando Norris 8th, Fernando Alonso 9th, and uh, Yuki Sonoda 10th. That was a great run by Alonso too. Yeah. Vettel 11th, Ricardo 12th, Gasly 13th. Wow. Mick fell all the way down to 14th. He was hanging on to a point late. Um, the tire strategy he he had at the, you know, he only went with those tires for like the last 30 or 40 laps. So everybody that pitted, you know, just blew by him at the end. Marked improvement by Mick Schumacher. Kevin Magnuson, I think that I blame him for the incident with Lewis. That was uh, dumb. Getting taken out of the race. So the Haases, uh, they, they, had, they had pace. 
to say it in a Formula One style. They had pace. Well, they have a Ferrari engine. You know, the Ferrari's fastest. Turned up to 14. Yeah, they would have blown theirs in like 10 more laps. Uh, Lance Stroll, Nick Latifi, Kevin Magnussen, Albon, uh, Joe Granu, and dead last. Dead last. Jean Granu drives a Ferrari engine too. Yeah, very. uh, Terrible. Epic fail. In the immortal wise words of Dale Earnhardt Jr., real disappointing. It was real <laughs> disappointing. Yeah. So there you go. There's the Formula One report. Yeah. Scott Dixon on the pole for the Indy 500, the fastest pole average ever. That's pretty cool. I was impressed by Jimmy Johnson, though. 231, double J, qualified 12th, uh, I believe. I'm going to have to pull it up. But yep. th- I is. thought. That was like to, to to flip it on. First of all, it was on Peacock, and that was stressful. Peacock, oh my God, do I have to sign and login information for Peacock? What am I going to do? Uh, fortunately, I was at Giovanni's house, and he has Peacock all set up. And uh, it comes with uh, with the Comcast internet. They 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 give you the you know like a is that what you there. have Comcast internet? Yeah. Do you like the Comcast internet? Do I like like? Yeah. Does it work? Is you it know, fast enough? The, the the child in the other room complains that it lags, but the guy was here just yesterday or Saturday or for you know, and um, he you know, it's the fastest there is available in the neighborhood. Uh, he says that it shouldn't lag like that, but that it, uh, PlayStation Fives are known uh, for that. Apparently, that they have connectivity issues on through Wi-Fi, and so okay. we run. Uh, a DSL cable from the living room all the way down the hall into the child's room in order to hardwire the PS5 straight to the internet. Well, I'm thinking about leveraging oh. Xfinity against AT&T. Uh, they just put something Dude, on my whoever, door. If you have, if you could get that fiber from AT&T, I think that's faster. But I, I have know, fiber from AT&T. What's available? What you know? They claim you know they, they that stuff you see on the TV that may not be available in your neighborhood. Yeah, no, I think my neighborhood has everything, the fastest of everything. They claim but, that they have a two terabyte, but uh, over here, apparently, it's only one terabyte or whatever. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, you can have it's two terabytes for 10, 10 minutes a month. That's it. Oh, you've used it. Okay, now it slows down to the regular speed. Yeah, you only get Look, the two I terabyte. don't have any issues watching two, three TVs at the same time in the living room. You know, and my wife has usually got something different going on in the bedroom. All but- streaming. Yeah, it's all everything is through the Wi-Fi, and yeah, see, so that's, and, that's not bad. But you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's well, anyway, I'm about to and see. The, so the text says that it shouldn't be an issue. That the that the only time that that these games really suck up a lot of internet is when they're actually downloading the game from the internet. I get it. And that that these games, when they're actively playing, they're not really downloading. That the game is already on their, you know, on their computer, on their system. You know, look, I don't know. I'm not an IT guy, but sounds like equipment failure. Yeah, I agree. Driver error. Red Bull Racing is the constructors' championship leader. 195 Ferrari, second 169 Mercedes, third 120. Then McLaren with 50. Alpha 39. Alpine 34. AlphaTauri 17. Haas. 15. So Haas is in a nice little battle for sixth, really seventh. Well, they're actually in a battle. I mean, they they're, got no, they're, they're, they've they're got some battle. points. 
they're not in the cellar. Williams is in the cellar, and uh, Aston is down there too. But Haas needs to get more points, man. They need to get up there. They're definitely battling Alfatari for seventh and, and eighth, and could maybe get up there and mix it up with Renault, but that's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. It would have to have both guys running better, not okay. just K Med. Yeah. But well, who knows? If Mick, you know. Don't count out yet. So Bobby's Bugmarn is out there driving around. Everyone's driving around. And now I'm going to use this opportunity, Sue and Gio. I'm going to use this opportunity to tell everybody out there about the sponsors of the show. And then I've got something very special planned for all of us. That's right. Something special. But first, I'm going to tell you about, say, uh, Phillips Connect. Jim Epler from Phillips Connect will be joining us on WFO right after Erica Enders on Wednesday. What's very interesting about this pairing of our guests is that Erica Enders has revealed recently that she initially had a nitro funny car deal set up for her prior to going pro stock racing with Jim Epler. And so we'll talk to Erica about her Houston win. Then we'll bring on Epler and maybe they'll do a little crosstalk about what might have been. But what is happening now is that Jim Epler and Phillips connect are big sponsors of Justin Ashley and WFO radio. And they're a great way for you to control if you're in trucking or you have limits, uh, loads going over the road, uh, sensors for trailers, for trucks, air tanks, wheel ends, regulators, fire sensors, tire pressure, like everything you can possibly imagine over the world can keep your vehicles connected so that you know that things are going well and safely. Tomorrow on WFO, right after Alan Reinhardt, Freddie Terza, who is the uh, a manager at VP Racing Fuels, but this guy used to build engines with Bill Grumpy Jenkins, is going to be on the show talking a little bit about VP lubricants, VP racing fuels, VP fuel additives. On WFO tomorrow, VP racing fuels. Uh, and you know Freddie, right, Sue? I do. I know him well, yes. That's great. Well, we, we, we go way back with Freddie, matter of fact, uh, after his grumpy Jenkins time and he was doing engines before it came down south. So, yeah. Wow. And you're going to text me all kinds of dirt that I'm going to hit Freddie with uh, when he comes <laughs> okay. on the show. Of course. Yeah. Remember Absolutely. that time? Hey, <laughs> I was wondering about this time. When did, how, how did that happen? How could you know about that? So listen tomorrow, but vpracingfuels.com. And I just went over to the VP station the other day uh, to pick up some starting line resin, which we used at Fastlane Friday and then had an amazing time out there. It was great. Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. Guys, I got my engine on the engine stand. So now we're in, we're in better shape than we were a week ago. Remember I told everybody I had a goal. What's the goal? The goal is to get it on the engine stand. Mission accomplished. I set goals. I accomplish goals. That's what I do. Set goals, accomplish goals. That's what. That's why I'm WFO Joe. Because I set goals, Baby steps. accomplish goals. That's it. Got it on the stand. Now we're planning the next big step, which is to take it apart. Well, at some point, someday, we're going to get to those total seal rings that are in there and going to have a look at them. I have a feeling they're going to be great. If you need rings, go to the website, totalseal.com. Find out more information. Big supporters of WFO Radio. And then, of course, there's FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters. Big Money Bracket Racing, Dot 90 Racing, all over the country. ProMod, Top Dragster, Top Sportsman. These guys are building transmissions and torque converters that put you in the winner circle. FTI. Plus, our great friends Marvin Rodak, Rodak's Coffee and Grills.com. Sue, you have any Rodak's Coffee today? 
I did before I jumped on a plane. Thank goodness. The next couple of days are going to be the, you know, holiday inversion coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> Just little bags that stack. It, it makes you really appreciate Rodex so much more. 817-924-6821. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure, where you can drive a dragster. You can pretend you can channel your inner Dave Morris and get out there and drive. And then, of course, samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. You could become a, a machinist, blockhead, CNC programs, motorsport, EFI. You definitely won't be wondering where your job is going to be and where your money is going to come from. Go to samtech.edu. Speaking of Dave, how did Dave do this past weekend? Give us your Rockingham post-race report, Sue. Oh, Rockingham post-race report. Well, um, so it was, first off, it was extremely hot. Summer finally set in down here in the, in the South. I almost wanted to call it Hot Lana because that's what it felt like. Hot Lana. Um, I'm telling you, it was brutal. It was brutal how hot it was down here. But um, but no, so uh, we did time runs on Friday. Saturday was the race for the divisional. Um, went out early on the super gas car and in the super comp dragster. Uh, he went out in the in the uh, semifinals uh, against Sherman Atcock. Got down there. It was a quick get the stripe. Who's going to get it? And and unfortunately, Sherman got it by a thou. And, oh, my uh, yeah, goodness, it was, Sherman. It was, uh, and then he went on to win the race. So, <laughs> um, so congratulations to Sherman. So it was uh, him and Todd Barton in, in the in the final for a super comp. So uh, and then there was the open race uh, that was on Sunday. And we got down to the quarterfinals. And uh, overdrove the stripe just a little bit and broke out. So broke out in the quarterfinals, and it was a it was a bit of a tough one because afterwards it was a found out it was a twofer. It was like oh, oh, oh. no, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, so that was to Scott Lawton that we uh, that we lost to. Scott has our actually has our old car. So um, that uh, so he he runs our old '57 Corvette. And uh, so he's gone on to the final and I say he's going on to the final because the rain came down. Again. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday night the or Saturday afternoon, the rain came down, delayed the finals into Sunday and then Sunday, same thing. The rains came down and man, they came down hard. So, uh, so I'm not sure where they're going to be finishing the, the race up at, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it ended up washing out the end of the race and, Thankfully, for the most part, it was down to the semis and the finals. So, but but still disappointing, disappointing for those that were still in. So yeah, um, but it was a it was a just hot hot time in in Rockingham. But my goodness, when you look at the NHRA divisionals, it, there was what five different divisions all having races this past weekend. It was yeah. incredible, exciting. Um, some you know. Uh, scary news out of Cecil County and still waiting to hear more out of that. But um, yeah, but, we'll talk to Reinhardt. Uh, Reinhardt was there. Uh, I don't want to characterize anything, but a, a horrific nightmarish crash with a couple of super gas racers. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll leave that for tomorrow because, you know, Alan was there. He'll yep. know exactly what to say, but it was, it was a bad one. It was a very, very bad one. Um, you know, Jason Galvin was an in indie. He was texting me. I was receiving texts from all around the country while I was doing uh, my own stuff putting my engine on the engine stand. But Sue, why don't you give us a breakdown for competition eliminator out there at Rockingham? That's, that was big. <laughs> it, was, it was. Look at this guy. 
I love this. <laughs> the way I wish I would have known he was up there doing it, I would have ran up. But but yeah, I, I didn't realize they they did the two car <laughs> final. So wasn't a big turnout <laughs> this weekend, but that what? was awesome. No, Wait was, a second. This is your breaking news to me. You're, you're crushing my soul. What do you mean? Only two cop cars showed up and he won the final? Whatever. Whatevs. You hey, no, he still got it. I, I love and I love what he did, too. I think that's freaking awesome. Come on. Back to back, baby. He won out there <laughs> in Virginia. Right. In the full right. field. Two comp cars, Division Two. That's weak. But by the way, like, I think it's also in a way. Who is the other car? Do we know? Oh, shoot. I forget. Carly, well, we I should know. It's on Drag Race Central. Well, it I think it's kind of cool, Central, though. But... Like, two guys show up, and you just have, it's like a fight, right? It's not this big field. It's just like, there's two people, and they're going to race, and the winner is going to be the event winner and get the wall. Do they only race one time? Or, you That's know, the... like, do they, yeah, you know what much. I mean? Like, <laughs> do they... <laughs> they race one time. They, I, I think they might have qualified, seven. but, you know. Or something, right? You know, generally speaking, you got to go through three or four wins, three or four rounds to win a race. I like where your head's at, Gio. I'm going to submit this as a rule. If only two cars show up, <laughs> then they have to run three out of five. <laughs> you know? Seems seems only about right. You At can't, least. Yeah. Just have a one time. Like, you know, really? Look. Qualified? I don't know. I'm not a racer. I'm just throwing stuff out there, you know. Come on. He got the win, and I love it. I think it's I, awesome. I'm not complaining. Way- <laughs> I think he deserved it. All I'm saying is that maybe, you know, for the fun of it, if I wanted, if I was a racer, I'd want to race the car down the track more than once is all I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's I all I'm, I'm saying. You know, like you go out there and you, you plan this, you know, the whole weekend. You expect to, you know, have a few runs. Oh, yeah. One time I won. I'm out. Peace out. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, that's how it works. Once, when you get the answer you want, walk away. <laughs> Let me ask you, if you, you're a boxer and you knock the guy out in the first 10 seconds of the fight, do you want him to get up and fight you more? Do you want to fight another guy from the, from the audience? Do you yeah. ask for like right. somebody that's else? Right. Two men enter, one man leaves. That's it. It's over. That's it. That's it. All Finish right, guys. I said bag. I had something special. He still walked away with the wally. And he had all his W. I mean, he he did the made up WFO. I think that was even better. I mean, the yeah. sticker, the decal. Love the, the picture. Shirt. Well, I think that's I think awesome. Did you know that he was a big fan of WFO, Sue? Well, I, I did after his Virginia Nationals win. Prior to that, though, I had no clue. Like, you know, I he, didn't either. He loves the show. He listens all the time. We save him when he's out there on a tractor, just going back and forth, back and forth. And we're saving his. His day. Well, right now, though, I want to bring on Bug Barn, Bobby's Bug Barn, who's always, oh, are you driving? Oh, he's got a shirt on. Uh-oh. He's driving. Troy Uh-oh. says, <laughs> Troy says, I thought you were like, like Matt, save, exactly. Save the trucker. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Matt. You, you actually uh, sound. Parole you, officers, my parole officer's car broke down, so I had to rescue my parole officer. Oh, I, I get it. That makes sense. Troy says he's 13 miles from accepting his fate, Gio. 13 oh, that miles. was a long time ago, dude. I'm telling you, he's he's gonna he's taking the long way home. So listen, I want to do something ceremonial right now, and I would normally play some music. I would play the Derek Jeter Colossus music there, oh, a Giovanni. But I, I don't want you to play it because if this is gonna go on YouTube, like that's uh, someone maybe. Oh yeah, say, no, 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 I don't want to mess with that. 
But I do want this to be something that everybody in the oh, WFO. You know I think I think there's you know, like if I am playing something in the background and it's not like really like the music, yeah. What I understand. You're gonna play it off your phone or something? <laughs> Let's not kind of sort of you know what I mean, but Listen. now you know, I guess at this point it's not worth getting the we don't the, need the music for this. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to all of you. The last three years of WFO Radio Fantasy League champions dun, dun, that are about to go on the trophy. A historic moment that only happens. It's like Haley's Comet, except it happens every three years. We used to get the plate done every year, and that made we had to like throw away a bunch of plates, and it was very wasteful. And instead, no, we now have. There it is. Wow. Look at that. The last three years of WFO radio fantasy Woo. league champions. Woo. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR hockey kid and Mr. Fantasy NASCAR. This is the plate. And now while you guys talk about whatever you're going to talk about during the, the greatness of this moment, I, you guys please take us through what's going to happen. But uh, we can hear you, I assure you. Well, on a week that there is no fantasy results to go over and update you on because there are no fantasy uh, for the All-Star race, it is the perfect week for Joe to have gone out there and done something and gotten the plaque made with the, I don't know if you were able to see it there. And since this is an audio uh, podcast, mostly, what you could, what Joe failed to to say was that it did say Mister Fantasy NASCAR Hockey Kid and Mister Fantasy NASCAR again. So those are the last three champs: 2019, 2020, and 2021. And Joe right now is peeling the sticky part off of the placard, and he's about to go place it in its appropriate slot on the WFO Radio Fantasy Trophy that is made by, well, that was made by Cold Hard Art. And uh, I would tell you the guy's name, but I totally forgot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it is made, it is uh, genuinely made by a very talented artist who makes trophies and all kinds of art out of used up motor parts whether it's engine parts or as you see there it's all kinds of used up car parts and uh what is cold heart arts name joe um patsis patsis there you go all right here it is it's done let it be written the wfo radio fantasy league trophy now reflects the last three years of champions Fan, fan, Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, Hockey Kid, and Mr. Fantasy NASCAR. Maybe your name will end up on the trophy at the conclusion of this year. What a tremendous moment, Hockey Kid. You should, this is a big deal for you and your dad and your family. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, Fantasy Hall of Famer. He's on the trophy twice, battling out with Richard. Yeah, it's amazing. Wasn't, wasn't that great? And now... A hard right turn, whiplash type moment. Ah, oh, there it's, he is. It's Troy. Troy, you just put the pedal it. to the metal 
and fly home. Well, well I had so, a bunch of lumber on, my, on the top of my rig, so I had to drive slow. He had lumber wow. on his rig. So, Sue, let's lumber, do this. Dude, that's some serious cash you got rolling there. No wonder he doesn't mind just throwing around $50 my way. <laughs> I decided to redo my trailer, and I, I do not recommend redecking your, your trailer at this time. No, man, the, the, the lumber prices are, are spiking still, man. I went no, over there to check out a few of those fence posts, and they're like, times what they normally cost me. So, Troy, what I want you to know is that while you were out working, like before we posted the link, Geo comes on the show like three seconds in. So like, hey, Gio, welcome to the guns blazing. And now that you're actually here, he's much more calm. Wouldn't you say, Sue? Oh, he's much calmer. So, Troy, he's... you should be pretty happy. I think we wore him out. We did. He's, he's, he's coming down, Troy. He's coming Look, down. <laughs> Joe is being unfair. He says three seconds into the show, but that's not exactly accurate. What happened is, you know, he went into his monologue, and you know how he could be wordy and go long. And so, of all the things he mentioned on the show, hey, hey, it's my time. I'm talking. All right? Please, please hold. All right? Of all the things he ran down the show sheet and mentioned everything that we discussed that I, you know, that the show sheet that exists, whether, you know, whoever creates it and neglected to mention, you know, our wager. And so as soon as I, he brought me on, I just wanted to, you know, mention the wager because I know what happens. Then we forget if, you know, if we don't discuss it right away. It, yeah. You know, we might have forgotten. And then I, I, you know, I will say that I went out on a limb and said that you were going to be ducking the show today because you weren't going to come on and, and take your whooping like a man, you know, <laughs> but here you are. And so I congratulate you for coming on and, uh, you know, tolerating the nonsense of your stupidity by taking Boston in five. And so we're going to allow you to rectify your stupidity by Doubling or nothing on whether the Celtics will win in six. Otherwise, you could send a crisp 50 grand down my way. <laughs> you know, I thought about offering you the same. I thought about offering you nothing. But, man, Marcus, Marcus Smart hurt his ankle. and uh, well, You know, Jimmy Butler I'm didn't play that whole second half, right? You know what I'm talking if if these people I'm, are I'm always gonna pay you, nah, it's okay, man. Look, I'll allow you to just not lose a hundred dollars because then you, you may never go racing again, or you might not be able to fix your trailer. You know, I know that buys a that that's a big like one sheet of plywood right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna pay it. You know, after game two though, I thought we had a little gentleman sweep coming after being down one oh, and then we smoked you in game two. It was I mean, it was like playing some high schoolers, you guys. It was brutal. Well, that's happened. No, you know what? It looked like if the Heat were the ones that had been out on South Beach all weekend long. It really yeah. did. It did. Yeah. And, and no, I, look, I got to tell you, after game two, it, where it all went right, it was. I was a little, oh, wow. You know, game three in Boston, I thought that tonight you would hear, we would be here and your bet would still be alive. And then I would be hoping that tonight the Heat would find a way to get the split. But as is, you know. Luck just happened to be, uh, you know, upon the heat tonight or on, on Saturday night. And um, I guess, you know, maybe the heat deserve a little more credit than what they've been given. All I keep hearing is how the heat have only won two quarters in three games and they're lucky to not be down three nothing and yada, 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 all this nonsense. How about the fact that the heat have only won two quarters and still found a way to win two games? They whooped somebody's butt so bad for those two quarters that they still held on to win the rest of the game. But anyway, I digress. And now, up one. 
I fully expect Boston to, you know, come through tonight and handle their business on their home court. Otherwise, then the gentleman sweep is going to happen at Miami on Monday. On Wednesday. I Sorry. don't know. Jimmy's back. Jimmy's back. So to all you kids out Boston there. Is, uh, Boston's setting a record, I think, for, for a team to be this deep. I think they've lost the most home games of any playoff team, I think. For all you kids out there, the lesson to be learned is it's a lot easier to talk trash about someone than to their face. It's just the way it is. And so Giovanni comes on here and he's like, ah, and then Troy is there. Hello. And Gio's like, well, I let him have it. I no, not really. And I don't want you to they either. Want me to so much more. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm, I'm teaching the lesson. Look, young the poor enough. guy has got to feel bad that he's got to send me 50 bucks. I don't know how many meals that's setting his children. Troy, are you going to send him $50? M, I need to know his preferred method of, uh, of payment. He has not sent me an address or a PayPal or any of that stuff. So we no. got to figure it out. So, well, he wants cash. He said last show, he wanted to sell it, go to the bank. He said it. Dude, I'm he old said, school, man. You got to put $50 in an envelope for me. Brand new $50 bill in an envelope. <laughs> no, no, I'll give you, if you want, I'll give you my phone number. I don't know if you, you know, do electronic Zelle or whatever. Those. I thought you were going to put it on the I, wall, Gio. You're going to put it with a picture. I'll go to the bank yeah. and withdraw the money and, you know, and put it on the wall. No, I'll mail it. <clears throat> I'll mail it to you. But you got to uh, DM me your address on, on Twitter or something. There you go. Yeah, no, I'll send you my phone number. Oh, and, nice. And, you, yeah, and I'm then I'll text you. You so kids you are, so, I'm glad it all worked out. <laughs> I don't trust the Twitter with my with that kind of personal information. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think? It's in the phone book, Gio. It's like the it's public record. What? It's like people when they black out their license plate when they black out their license plate in a car ad. Like they drive around all day with that thing out there in the world, and then <laughs> right. But there is something to be said about. Like, oh, that's his address. Like, Reinhardt comes on. He's got his license tag there. And it's like, you know, man, like, someone's like, that's Reinhardt's tag. Let's get him. You know, you but can't. But Troy is right. If you do just Google someone's name, it, you know, it's, it is a matter of public records. Like, if you own property, it's going to come out, you know. So it's going to come out. So, yeah. well, I just did a search about the VIN number. Somebody asked me about this VIN number, that vehicle that I'm trying to sell. And they're like, can I have the VIN number? And at first I thought, should I not give the VIN number? Like, is there a problem with that? So I did a quick Google search. Like, should I give the VIN number? It says it's okay yeah, to give the VIN number. Anybody can find any VIN number of anything. You should definitely give them that help you sell a vehicle. Well, I can tell you now, I, I have recently been in the market of purchasing a vehicle and they uh, they give you the VIN number and you just Google VIN numbers now and, it, and the whole information of the car and what dealer it's at and everything shows up if you just have the VIN number. Race Guitar, how are you? Long time no see. Yeah, I'm doing all right, dude. Great, Race Guitar. What yeah, was the last track in, in, man? So long. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like, look at that. Race Guitar They and him, him and Gilby made me this <laughs> the time I lost my bag. That's a long time ago, man. Nightmare. It was a long time ago. How you doing there? What's on, where, where you been? You still been listening? You been out there in the world? I'm out here always, always. Just yeah, I've been on the road like Okay, good. Rolling the truck up and down the road to the northeast, northeast, Maine, New Hampshire, Connecticut. Are you going Maine, to the? Irresponsible. No, that's are you going me. to the New England Nationals? No, I don't have time. I would love to, but I just don't have time. You don't have time. That's preposterous. No, I'll be right. I'll be within 15, 20 minutes of that thing, but I won't have time to get over there. Unacceptable behavior. I'm hopeful. I'm actually looking at possibly doing the Vegas fall race. 
for the big WFO meetup. Troy's going to be there. And, and, and Sue's going to be there. The, the big WFO meetup. There you go. I like that idea. Sue's going to be there? If Sue's going to be there, I don't know. But I may have to skip it and go to Pomona and say <laughs> Oh, that's what that's what I love about you, Mike. That's funny. I was I wasn't expecting that. Like everybody is so I gracious to awesome. Sue, and he's talking. You know, about you know, I haven't made a big deal about it, but we just moved, and this basement is a wreck. And the audio characteristics of the basement are not good either. You sound like you're in a barrel. They've, yeah, they've I'm not changed. Surprised. This basement is not finished. You should hang a sheet or something around. Soundproof blanket, egg cartons. Yeah, get some egg cartons. Yeah. It's just exactly. <laughs> so at the start of the show, Race Guitar, Race Guitar is the one who informed me of the passing of John DeBartolomeo, Johnny D. And Sue, we didn't talk about it right at the very start of the show. Uh, I, you know, I, I threw it out there like Johnny D, that, that up on the wall, that plaque is up there. It's a story about WFO on Drag Racing Edge. He did like the first, uh, you know, bio piece on the show and everything. It was a big deal. And just I just saw him at Charlotte and it was very sad. It's a very sad deal. Uh, we'll talk about it more tomorrow with Reinhardt passing of Big Mac Dave McClelland as well. Um, but, you know, he's from your part of the world there, Race Guitar. And uh, you're the one who let me know it was going down. You kind of were unsure, right? Like, hey, did you hear about this, Joe? And well, I had. Because you know how, how social media is. And I only saw it from one person and I couldn't get other confirmation. That's why I reached out to you. Hey, have you heard about this? Yeah. And I. Sent it out to the, the world, and they hadn't heard either. And then it's like, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was know. the skateboard right here. I used to see him at Lebanon Valley, at Cecil County, at Maple everywhere. Yeah. Oh no, a staple of drag racing. The first time yeah. I saw Johnny D was at the Moroso Five Day. He had a Vega called the Puerto Rican Dream, and my dad used to always like it was a it was a badass car back in the day. Badass bracket car, the Puerto Rican Dream used to pit right behind the gas pumps at Moroso. It was a big deal at the five-day bracket race. And we used to walk around the five-day and look at this guy and that guy. Oh, this guy's from far away. And that guy's from far away. And Harrington and Dad Bastinelli and all these guys that would come down for the five-day. And Johnny D was one of those guys, man. And then years later, with the magazines and stuff, he's racing, he's writing, he's taking photography, he's out there on the track, he's raising his kids, just doing an amazing job. It's really sad. I just saw the guy. Just saw him at, at Zmax. Yeah, that wasn't long ago. How long ago was Zmax, Sue? It's just a few weeks. It was just, I, um, I I had no idea. I'm kind of shocked. I'm I'm, I'm breaking the news I'm, to you right now, Sue. Yeah, I, I had. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's that's oh. sad. Very it's, sad. It's very sad at our little uh, drag racing community that everybody is like, so, you know, it's a family where it's like, yeah, it is. It's, it's tough though, man. It's tough. You get to know people and you like them and they're great and they're gracious to you. And, and you know, then life happens, bad things happen and you feel it. It stinks. Bummer. So how about you race guitar? What else? So Richard, I was wondering, cause I know you went to Miami <laughs> To the Grand Prix, obviously, to the F1. Yes. Was there never a time when you, as a resident, could go on right around on the track or or do anything like that? What track? That one track. That track didn't wanted... exist before before this week, before no, last month. Even, but even the days in the, leading up to the race, there was never an opportunity for you to go and right, like at the Indianapolis ah. 500, where Thursday before ah. the race. 
they let you uh, they let you drive on the track. Yeah. And you and you pay like they, they should do that next year. Actually, that would be a brilliant idea to collect money and let the average citizen drive on the track. Just well, like at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I, I believe it's not there all the time. Right. It's only a temporary course. The asphalt right. is there now. But yeah, they laid that down. asphalt down specifically for the track, and they took everything else away. But that asphalt is there still. Because if I wanted to, I could ride my bike over to the F1 track in Montreal and ride around on it right now. I could just anyone could go ride on it. So, well, I'll be tailgating on it in about September, or October. So I'll let you know. I'll send you pictures of what it looks like. That's the thing: but is we, the Dolphin fans and the Canes fans hate the track. They hate the whole concept of the track because it ruined their tailgating spots. And, no, no, and I guess they, what, but I, I was speaking to uh, to to uh, to my connection at work, yeah. and uh, he said uh, he has reported that the University of Miami has sent out an email, and they will be tailgating back on the lot on the stadium side uh, this this fall. So uh, I'm not, you know, I will I will re- like I said I will report come September. Excellent. We'll see soon enough. Well, what's you going to tailgate for? Football games. College football, you know that. Doesn't that compute. If there's ob- no races, oblong there, round, right, oblong exactly. ball that's kind of brownish. Doesn't it's an American sport. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't worry, they don't play it in Miami either. <laughs> that's horrible. well at the University of Miami, they sure do. Oh no! Here comes another waiter. Oh, don't do it! Don't do it! Wait, wait, wait! Is Troy about to make another insane bet? Yes, he is. He's about to attack the University of Miami, and then Gio's going to rope him into another bet, and Troy's going to make a bad bet, and it's going to be. No, no, I I think he was trying to rope you into something because I'm not a Dolphin fan, so I I think he was. That was a reference to you, you know. Any bet, any bet against the Canes or the Dolphins is a sure win. Oh my goodness! Oh no! That's money in the bank. Look at the odds. It's probably it's probably negative. You probably you got probably got to bet a hundred to win a dollar. You know, <laughs> well, that's not. Technical. You know, we just had him come, Troy. We were just. Had yeah, no, but really though, it all depends on how you were. Where's the money, Lebowski? Yeah, no, we're not. Nobody's betting on the Dolphins uh, down here. Not not this guy. So you're not going to get me. The Canes, you might be able to rope Geo in on something, but. Not the Dolphins. He doesn't even like the Dolphins. He's not a Dolphin fan. No. no but the Canes finished one, one game under 500. Oh, no. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you want that? There it is. There Absolutely. It is. What you want? Gio's head up there. Gio, what's, it looks like you want to make it a dollar? <laughs> no. How much? Troy, a full dollar? The full hundo? Oh, just, like, like, just like – a gentleman's bet, basically, just a. I'll bet it. I'll bet a dollar for sure. A hundred. <laughs> he meant a hundred, but you know. Yeah. Oh, he Benji, a hondo. you want to put a Benji on it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Let's you know. Don't do it, Troy. The Canes. Okay, yeah. Here we go. The, the Canes will finish under five hundred for a Benjamin. Okay. So the minute okay. they go right, yeah, six to five no. is six to five. I win. Yeah. Correct. All right. Correct. You got a deal, man. Absolutely. You got a deal. What? Troy, why? Why are you not happy? Troy doesn't understand it. This is this isn't money high dollar bracket racing. There's no split. (laughs) (laughs) They just revamped the whole organization. They're bringing in they're spending all kinds of money. This is like a new era. They got a quarterback now. I think this is uh 
All I got to do is finish Don't 500. Sleep on Van Dyke, baby. All I got to do is finish 500. David was managed to do that under Manny, dude. Oh, Come on. I am, I am, I am intervening. No. no. Hey, you up. shut up. Break it up. <laughs> no one's Break talking to you. What was the record last year, Gio? It wasn't six and five. Yeah. Yeah, you're making a mistake, Troy. Don't do it. Nope. When you was gotta, the last gotta... time they were? Come on, quit it. Let's let's what look at the history, last time right? They were, they were relevant 2002. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I gave that reference a little of earlier today. Yeah. I mean, come on. The, the, the numbers say that they're. Look, they were 7-5 and five last year. Even last year, they were 7-5, two games above 500, Troy. So. Nope. Not happening. <sighs> All right. Awesome, man. All right, so <laughs> it's a hundred dollars. The good news is that it's but, months away. That this is going to be put it on the board. Put it on the board. Sue yeah, says, no, "Put it on the board." Troy, you, you, what do you understand the bet as? That if the, the Canes finish, hundred bucks, they're going to finish under five hundred. If they finish, if they finish five hundred, it's a bust. Nobody wins. If they finish above five hundred, which I don't think is possible, but to 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 be even, but. <laughs> Uh, but if they finish above 500, Gio gets a hundred bucks. Gio, you, you good with that? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm ready to cash in. I'm ready. You know, this is, they should call this a segment taking Troy's money. Yeah. I I feel like if you're playing that game on Fox with uh, Clint Boyer. No, I already named the segment last week. It was called degenerate versus degenerate. No, come come like come like October. I'm gonna be up fifty bucks. After this one pays, I'll be up fifty. Geo yeah. be down fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, as long as the timeline is really long, I, I don't think you guys can get in that much trouble. The the rent <laughs> and the children won't suffer, right? You know, I gotta be like the church here, make sure that the children doesn't suffer. And then you guys have enough money to buy WFO radio. And I'm old enough to know that you only bet money that you that you're willing to lose. All right. Yeah. They don't build billion dollar monuments out in the middle of the desert because people go there to cash out money. All right. You go there to leave your wallet. And so if you go there with that mentality that, hey, I brought X amount of money here and this is what I'm going to play and eat and drink and be merry with. And I will be lucky if I take anything yeah, that I very different home than, with me. Then it's very different than losing fine. money to Giovanni. But if you go there with the idea that you think that you're going to turn your 500 bucks into $1,000, well, you know. Troy did not have to deal with Geo and the initial 10 minutes of the show like Sue and I did. <laughs> You know, Troy. We're not bet, like we're not I betting like Floyd Mayweather money or nothing for like yeah, Drake money. I am we're not Drake money. Bucks. It's not Drake money. That's a good point. I'm sold. The bet is on. Sue, money. Sue, you're the uh, you're in charge of holding the money. I'm putting it on the board. <laughs> it's on the board. That's it. Done deal. Board. Moving on. Next topic. You know, Thank I actually you. instigated a wager out at Fast Lane Friday this past weekend for the first time. <laughs> Had two racers had their truck, their race trucks. They were both trucks. It was a full side four fifty four SS versus an S ten, right? And they they had been going down the one lane. That's a good lane, and they both ran kind of the same. And they were both talk, talking trash about who had the quicker truck. And uh, I come walking around with the microphone, and they're both loaded up on the trailers. And I'm like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Next thing you know, trucks are coming off the trailers. 
we're running low ET for a hundred bucks. So they each put up a hundred bucks. I'm holding the money. Right. And gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir. And I never slice. And so I'm like handing off the money. I'm recruiting people. We had to come up with a system. Who's going first. We prepped the lanes. And the one guy jumped the beam. Oh, he was excited. It was, it was terrible. He's staging up and bruh, red, red lighted. And that's it. All the other guy had to do was just take the tree. Could have just drove down and took the money. But thank God for him. He went down the track and set low ET of the night and made a really good run. Probably wouldn't have been beaten anyway, but it was a so did the big truck win or the S dime. Which one? The big, which one the won? big truck. The big truck. They both All were right. 578 you know, 578 mile uh, approximately. That's pretty Spray. good for a full size truck. Yeah, man. No, this thing was doing like foot foot uh, foot and a half wheel stand. Ah, it was crazy. Yeah. We got some fast cars out there, man. But anyway, the the wager is the important part of it. All right, Giovanni, are you done with Sports Collision? Because we're winding down now, man. We got uh, Bobby Graham still driving. We got uh, race guitar. Anything else you want? We'll, we'll give you a chance. Well, to no, take just to report, I guess you know, as you know, the heat. Yeah, the Heat are up two to one, and that that game uh, four is tonight. Um, in the other series, uh, Golden State looks like uh, they're about to close out. Uh, they're up three nothing. They won last, uh, on Sunday night also, and um, you know, great performances by Luca in losing efforts, but uh, just not enough to you know for the greatness of Golden State at this point. That uh, Wiggins kid is looking amazing, like the number one pick that he was. You know, wasn't good enough to play with LeBron back then, but I bet he sure wishes he was on his team now, right? <laughs> Anyway, Golden State looks like they're going to be in the finals against whoever uh, comes out of this uh, series of the Heat and the Celtics. So it looks like Golden State and Miami. Uh, Gio, right. just a quick we'll score check. Current, current score, Boston 18, Miami 1. No, 4. It's 4 right now. <laughs> oh, they got, a, they got a 3. They, yes, Not, they oh, did. <laughs> 21 to 4. Not looking good, buddy. You want to double down for game 6? Oh. I'm just kidding. No, no, stop. Stop. No, it's all right. One bet per show, guys. That's <laughs> the rule. One I, bet per show. I feel like I started this. I feel like I started this by saying that the Heat will probably get whooped today. He did. He, I don't think Troy was on at that point, but Gio did say the Heat were gonna lose tonight. And at some point, maybe right. it was in our pre-show conversation. Five in Miami, and then we will see how uh, you know the Heat take it in game six on Saturday. <laughs> no, either way, look, I, I, from the beginning, I genuinely expected this series to go six, seven games. And that's why when Troy made a bet that offered that the team would win in five, I just, I, you know, to me, it was a no brainer. I, cause I thought it was going long. And so here we are. I do fully expect Boston to, you know, to win today. <laughs> and uh, then it'll be two out of three come uh, Wednesday, what Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, I think is how they're going to play it out. Excellent. I think so. Sounds Excellent. great. And so, so that's Panthers. it. And in the ending uh, playoffs, the Panthers Florida Saints. Panthers no, are sticking yeah, at point. Panthers. Has them. Yeah, they whooped them. I think today is zero. They're, it, um, I'm not sure. I think zero zero today. Yeah. They are playing currently playing game four right now. But Tampa Bay is winning three games to nothing. In the out west, Colorado is up two games to one on St. Louis. Edmonton is up two games to one on Calgary. And uh, the Rangers finally got a win yesterday. They're down two games to one to where are the Rangers play. I can't remember now. What about hockey race guitar? Go Montreal. 
All right. He's from north of the border. Of course. So the Panthers, I put it on the other day, and, uh, they, you know, it's going to be a tie. They're going to go to overtime. There's like seven seconds left. I'm watching. And a brutal mistake. They score, scored on and lose the game. And I'm watching that, and it's like just a kick right in the face. And, uh, and that's where they lost. It's over. It's all a matter of uh, just going through you the motion. You were watching hockey? Yeah, of course. I watched Florida Panthers hockey. Not, not on? Yes. I, well, I go, I go to games, man. I go to I games. I watch anything except for NHRA.TV. Because I have to have sanity. I have to Is have sanity. Yeah. yeah. Is it animated? Is there like little cartoon characters playing hockey? No, they're no, real people. If, play. if it's not drag racing or animated, I'm not watching it. Well, that's good. <laughs> hey, there's a cat on the loose behind you. Beware. Yeah, I told you before. You missed him. He picked it up. He held the cat up to the yeah, screen. I wasn't paying attention at that time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The devil, but he loves it. Get the cat back. Look, here comes the kitty. Yeah, this yeah, is it. The ratings are going up right now. Oh, right. oh, there we go. Cat on the screen, man. This is going to be downloaded oh, a million times. America's oh, crack problem. Oh, no. We got felines and we got crack. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this show is a hit. <laughs> Race guitar. What are you what? doing? <laughs> I think I started out the cat. <laughs> It was great, cat. <laughs> he really loves the kids. It, it was, it was great, but it was definitely. Don't, 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 don't. <clears throat> you know this is going on YouTube, right? I'm fine with that. Okay. Shoot. Yeah. Matt, Matt in Australia says baby's got back. Oh. Uh, All right, sports collision so, over. Yeah. Good job, yeah, Giovanni. The Yankees are still in first place. They lost a couple, a doubleheader on Sunday, but they still have the best record in baseball. And um, I guess that's it. Even though Josh Donaldson's going to sit for being a jackass and calling uh, Tim Anderson Jackie Robinson. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, not smart. I mean, I, I hear what he was trying to do, but not, not smart. So no, uh, the, the whole point of the whole thing of, of, the, of this is that whether or whether or not he called them this before and they had a, a joke or didn't have a joke, if you're not friendly enough with the guy that he got bothered, then you shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff. And it's just that simple. And if the guy says, hey, you said something that offended me, then you know what? You you got to apologize. And, and and that's it. You said something that offended me. It's not in your place to real to, to say what is and what is isn't offensive to somebody else. So Donaldson got a game suspension. No big deal. There it is. Derek is out, guys. There, I didn't know Derek was even on there. I never saw any indication that Derek was on hanging on watching the show. But he is on there. But he is now out. All right. So now we're, we're going to wind down. Uh, and Race Guitar has graced us with his presence this week. So, Race Guitar, what do you got to say as uh, we wind down the show in this final segment where we begin to jettison our Patreon co-hosts? Another man. I'm all good. I'm always here, always listening, always commenting. I have less time right now to do a lot of everything, but I'm always around. Okay. That's good. We And we appreciate you being out there. You know, you're like WFO for a long time now, man. Long time. We got to see every once in a while. All right, Race Guitar, good job. Have a good one, everyone. Peace there out. There we go. WFO. Race guitar. All right. WFO, All right. race guitar. Good WFO. Scene. WFO. All right. Bug Barn is out there, but, you know, he is driving. It is irresponsible. He's supposed to be driving. So we're not going to, we're not going to, we're just going to see Bobby. Yeah, he says his service is not great. So Bobby's out there with his parole officer. Uh, we'll get, we'll catch up with Bobby next week. Dragster Jeff is out there. Matt in Australia out there. So uh, he was last in. Let's, let's, uh, let's uh, Troy take the show. 
in a direction. Troy, your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts out. from what kind of accounting is that? <laughs> Last no, it's first all thing? good. Uh, <clears throat> my thoughts this week are just make time for what matters. Uh, I took some time off from concentrating on racing. I hardly watched any bracket racing. That's when I had a good time with my family, and uh, and it was the best thing. I, I didn't think about racing one time. I just uh, just enjoyed the moment with my family. So uh, make time for what matters, and uh, you'll be good. You'll be in good shape. Wow, that was really nice. I saw your photos at the beach with the kids, even tweeting out. You got not enough Twitter followers. I've been telling everybody. I mean, I, I sent one tweet. It was a retweet. One retweet. <laughs> People should follow you. You tweeted out some really good photos, though. The jet car thing and a couple of funny cars, like classic photographs. Where are you getting these? Uh, so when, when my dad passed in 2020, uh, I, I wound up with all of his old photos. He's the one who got me into photography. Uh, as well as racing. Um, and so he's got all this old film and I'm just going through it. And there's piles of stuff from Firebird Raceway in Idaho, from uh, Spokane, a lot of IHRA races. We used to drive up there for the world finals every year. And so I've just got stacks and stacks and stacks of, uh, of old photos from all the old races. Um, you know, and it's cool because back then those were just the racers, right? A lot of them hadn't even become legends yet. So it's right. cool that they were just, they were just the, the crowd. And so uh, finding pictures of Big Daddy and and Roland Leong's car and Les Davenport. I got a really cool picture of Les Davenport's old funny car, who's a famous alcohol tuner and land speed guy. Did you tweet guy. that one out yet? Did you tweet that one no, out yet? No, no, it's on deck. It's on deck. Well, you can so definitely tag uh, you can tag WFO uh, and and I'll retweet those. I guarantee you. I'm trying to look at your uh, Twitter follower uh, number which is low like 30 and, it's really yeah low. no this is preposterous okay 34 followers and that's all good stuff that's and right. i don't know if, if you want drag man. racing about 30 men i don't know if you want a drag racing to take over your feed either you know some people use their feed for other stuff but if you keep tweeting those photos out that, that that's great like the king's hawaiian bread uh one that you just tweeted like that one i'm gonna retweet it right now you gotta make that noise when you retweet these are great shots. These are it's the only thing I have now. I have Twitter for two reasons. I have Twitter so I can follow Dan Levitard and so that I can follow uh WFO and racing. It's the only reason I got Twitter. That's it. Levitard and, and racing. So it's so that's funny the Levitard connection. I the Levitard, I was going it's through like some pictures. Right? <laughs> I was I was going through pictures the other day when I went to my buddy's 50th birthday party. And I so I went through the big box of pictures and I found my millennium party. Remember the millennium year 2000? Right. Me and my now ex-wife had a millennium party at our place. You know who was there? Stugatz. Let me try. Oh, Stugatz. Yeah. Nice. Stugatz. Yeah. It was, it was like, there he is. There he is. He's dressed in I remember his tie. That. Yeah, it was good stuff. Those are the days. Yes. Yeah, so I don't mind drag racing. I don't mind drag racing taking over my feed at all. That's what it's there for. That's where I tweet out all the big money bracket stuff. Um, so, yeah, and I'll keep sharing. I've got piles. I got some old Dale Poldy photos, autograph photos from when I met Dale Poldy back when I was a kid. And real Send cool them stuff. out. WFO's got some of those people, like the Les Davenport one. Like, send those out, man. Someone will see them. Those are great photos. They're classic photos. That could be... Um, that could be anybody's shot. That could be Richard Schutz's shot. That could be Roger Richard's shot. That's Those are good shots. Those are great shots. Classic funny cars. Keep them coming. We demand more. 
Will do. WFO, y'all. I'll see you. I'll see you next week, but I'll see you in Vegas too. I got my hotel locked down. Uh, got my tickets to the race locked down. It's a, uh, it's a done deal. Okay, so Troy's definitely going. Hear that race guitar? The Vegas two is uh, one of the WFO meetups. Indy is one of the WFO meetups, and maybe the Stampede of Speed will be a third that is added, just like Formula One races in the United States. We can handle three with this WFO universe. Oh, you All right, Troy, Stampede after I've already locked in Vegas, dude. That's I would have went to that one instead. It, it's something oh, might be happening that may force it to happen, but it may not. That's the thing. Right. The Vegas one and the Indy one are organic WFO events. The Stampede of Speed might be something that happens we get invited this will be my first vegas trip ever uh born and raised in the pacific northwest never been to vegas where uh, are you staying I purposely got, yeah where well i didn't want to get caught up downtown so i i got a i got a room at the speedway six right out by the track the the big motel six by the track because i didn't want to get caught up downtown driving and partying and so i'm hanging out yeah. at the track all weekend <laughs> okay Guess what? Wow. There's lots of partying and, and driving around happening at the track, too. That's great, Troy. That's, an approach. That's it. Party at Troy's room at the Motel 6. It's going to be mega. Right. The whole, He'll leave the, the light on world. for you. Yeah. The whole world is going to be there. It's going to be huge. All right. All right, Troy. Good job. Later. I'll, yeah. I'll look my later. There goes Troy. But to replace Troy, Maddie Clark. There he is. What's Maddie, up, man? Maddie. Australia? Yeah, well, it's something that's in there now. Smile. Exactly. Oh. It's a term of endearment. I haven't told you that story, have I, Joe? No, I don't know. I don't, mm. The drags, the, the announcers down there called you that, and it's stuck there. Mm. It's like a term of endearment. Mm. Mm. Only stuck for him, Matt. So, just so you know. I don't know why. <laughs> just so you know, the show has to be shorter than two hours from now on. Because okay. the, way, the way I have it programmed to restream on YouTube, which causes me the least amount of work, it can't happen if the show's over two hours. And the last two shows have been like two hour and two minutes. And it's been very frustrating. Okay. What are you showing us? Well, I've got my I've got my 26 minute uh, summary to just run through now with five seconds to spare. You may begin. <laughs> Matt's minute Matt report. Just, yeah, Matt's Matt's minute from Australia. <laughs> Matt from Matt's Australia. Matt from Australia. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had uh, Heathcote Park this weekend. Uh, first top fuel race there in 30 years. And uh, to everyone's surprise, Gus was there, Joe, with okay. the Jim Reed racing team, with his uh, hand all bandaged up, doing the, the same old job he does, standing right there in front of the blower for the startup. Um, better man than me after what he experienced. So uh, well done to him. Uh, the overall winner was uh, the Carrot King, uh, Mr. Phil Lamatina. Uh, and uh, runner-up was uh, Peter Zibris in the uh, Premier Hire uh, Top Fuel Dragster, um, tuned by uh, Benny, Benny Patterson. Oh, and, I know Benny. Uh, yeah. So, and uh, Peter's still currently uh, number one in the points. I think they've made it to, don't quote me, but four out of five finals with Ben tuning. So uh, they're going really well. Uh, now there's a break for Top Fuel until uh, mid-June where they uh, race with the V or at the same circuit as the V8 supercars up in Darwin. So Darwin's right at the top of Australia in the middle. Um, I would suggest a little bit like uh, Florida sort of weather up there, Joe. Yeah. Subtropics. 
subtropics, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful place. Um, but yeah, so they're having a, a triple crown up there, they're calling it. So they're having V8 supercars race. They're having the superbikes race on the same circuit. And uh, at that facility, which is called Hidden Valley, uh, they've also got a drag strip there as well, parallel to the main straight. Awesome. So that's all happening. Uh, this weekend gone by, uh, we had an event cancelled at Sydney called the Jamboree, which is a sports compact event, which also runs ProMod. Uh, they, they had testing on Thursday and I think I posted on WFO. Uh, we had, uh, one of the sports compact cars break the world record, 5.82 seconds at 2.42 mile an hour, six cylinder, uh, wow. Nissan engine. And, uh. But then due to uh, the predicted weather, they canned it, which was the right thing to do. We've had nothing but more rain here in Sydney. Oh, my goodness. You guys have crazy. so much rain this year. You've had so much rain. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think we had the national, we had the uh, normal rainfall of the whole year within three months, and it still hasn't stopped. So it's just gone crazy. Amazing. I've got some. I've got some for Troy for this weekend in Australia. Maybe Gio might want to get in. I know they're all into their 50 bucks. We've got, <laughs> which is like, you know, what is that? That's like 30 or 80 in Australian. No, no, they'd be, yeah, they'll be getting like 70, 70 cents, something like that. $70 in Australia. Yeah. 70 Australian dollars. There you go. That's why you guys are going to come down here for a holiday. I'm not coming to Vegas. Um, we would be no like rich teams. down there, Gio. We would be, oh. they'd be throwing themselves at our feet. You'd be smoking the stogies. You'd be the whole bit. Making it rain. Yeah, yeah. Wealthy Americans come. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even make that joke. Geo mm. maybe now. So in uh, Western Sydney, not far from the drag strip, we've got uh, no prep, cash days, $50 entry, radio control cars. Oh, my gosh. How funny. I think, I think that's right. I think that's right up Gio's alley. Fifty dollars in. Gambling on, on on radio control cars. Gambling it. on radio <laughs> control cars in in a car park of a sporting complex. I like it. Hmm. The reason I know this one of my staff members has entered. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you sponsor? Uh, no, I got I got to sponsor WFO. Okay. But these these say. things, it's uh, a tenth. Uh, they ran 132 feet is the track, so a tenth of the normal normal track. And the outlaw cars run uh, 2.01 seconds over okay. 132 feet. Yeah. That's moving out pretty good. That's probably 75 mile an hour or something like that. 75 yes. mile an hour, I think they get up to thereabouts. That's it. Sorry. You've still got twenty-two minutes to go, Joe. No, that's good. No, we're not. We're not taking it right up to the two-hour mark. We just have to. <laughs> not, not tonight. Not tonight. Sorry. But how do you There's like the Australian name of the segment? Matt and Australia thoughts from down under. Like that's all I could come up with in the very short. I thought about something about. I didn't want to make any cheesy crocodile Dundee jokes. I wanted to keep it serious, Matt. I wanted to give you guys the respect that you deserve. Thoughts from Thank down you. under. And that's it. Thanks. Jim. We'll tune that's it up. Upside down. Right. <laughs> I can't that's write it. Enough. Oh, that would be good. All right, Matt. Good job. Thanks, guys.
WFO right. Matt. WFO. WFO Matt. Thank you for checking in. There he goes, back Matt. Let's try Back, back to work. Back to work. Exactly. Back to work. Back to work. I like it. All right, and now Sue. Oh, she's going I'm back to work too. Yeah. yeah, I'm going back to work. She's too. Speaking yeah. of Motel Sixes. Yeah. It's okay. Where am I? Where You're am in Washington D.C. There you go. I know. I love. I love the district. That's one of my favorite cities, man. People don't realize. So you're in the district. That's great. Yeah, a little outside of it. But oh, you're in yeah. Virginia, Arlington? Virginia, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I lived so in Arlington. Like I lived in Arlington for, uh, you know, two years. Great. Yeah. Good times. Interesting place. Yeah, so, it's like post-college. Yeah. Like post kind of like college, but with adults. Kind of not? Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, you have money to spend. There was a lot of, there was money. There was plenty of money. It was... It was fun. Clarendon was interesting. There was a lot of drinking, cool. lots of hanging, lots of. Uh, and if you wanted to go into the district, you could just dip over in there. You know, what was it? Orange line. You take the orange line, the subway right into D.C. It's good stuff. Uh, good times. Reminiscent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here working. Nothing that exciting, but it's all good stuff. So. OK, but but hey, what a what a what a weekend. And uh, um. I think Troy said it best uh, about, you know, think of those who you love and uh, who are near and dear to you, reach out to them, say hello, and uh, at least let them know that you're thinking of them and caring about them. So uh, I'm still kind of taken back. I, didn't, I had no clue when you broke that news. So, mm. um, but, but no, so, uh, but hey, headed into another week, Memorial Weekend. Yeah. It's going to be great. First row of the Indy 500, Scott Dixon, Alex Pillow, Renus VK, and on back. You can find it online. In the past, I might have read it all. but Yeah, Chip, Chip Ganassi Racing and Ed Carpenter Racing have the first, first two rows. So that's, yep. that's pretty exciting. And then what about Roman Grosjean? He's ninth. 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 So, yeah. Andretti Autosport. Where's Graham? What's Jimmy Johnson, 12th. 20, there it is. He's 20, 21st. Okay. Just ahead of Marco. Yeah, those yeah, guys. They're just not. I don't know what's going on. But then again, I couldn't get qualifying. So. Well, because it was on Peacock. Yeah. Yeah, Peacock. I don't think. Oh well. We but uh, no, we, we're, we're gonna. It's it, Sunday morning is gonna be great. Obviously, the Grand Prix of Monaco, guys. Let me let me try to bring it back up here. Okay. Ferrari has got a car that can win and Charles lives in Monaco. And this is the one that can't get away. All right. We just had, you know, the way bad luck works, right? Like, you know, everybody's got to get their, their moment in the barrel. And Charles just had his moment in the barrel. He had his uh, engine malfunction problems, issues, and bad luck ensued. And so he lost the lead of 12 seconds and lost the grand prix. Okay. It's in the rearview mirror. It's fine. But, that's in the rearview mirror. Monaco. Pole. Race win. Changes everything. And That's we right. feel great. And that is what's going to happen as far as I see it. And everything that has been leading, like this, the championship and the points, none of that matters until after Monaco. You got to go win Monaco. And I think he's going to do it. I think Charles Leclerc is going to win Monaco from the pole in the Ferrari. It's going to be the first time since when, GL Ferrari win at Monaco? 20. No man, long. It's Kimi, been a while. Kimi, did Kimi, Kimi win Monaco? I don't think so. I don't know. 
Last Ferrari Monaco win. Like, I don't know off the top of my head. Ages. Ages. And so let's hope we're celebrating that. And then, of course, the Indy 500, the greatest spectacle in racing, still the biggest race on the planet. Brittany Force is going to be there walking around doing media, hopefully. End up on the broadcast. It's going to be great. And then ending the night with the longest race, the Coca-Cola 600. It, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to weigh five pounds more at the end of the day than I did at the start of the day. It's just going to be feeding and consuming and beverages and racing. It's going to be great. I might even compose a tweet. I might fire a tweet off at some point. It's going to be great. Unless the Jews must be cooking. That's all I can think about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just saying, just saying. So, Exactly. But hey, it's 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 the granddaddy of the racing days. I mean, it's holy grail. This coming it really Sunday. is. It really is. I we look forward to this every year. And a few times we we back in the day we were racing up at Maple Grove and we'd have our TV on and we're trying to catch it in between. So, so yeah, we we were we we love this day. So. No, it is. It's a holiday for me too. I, really I, 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 I'm so appreciative that you love it the way that I love it. Cause it's like a holiday. It's like, uh, you know, Hey, do you want to go do something? No, no, I don't want to go do anything. <laughs> you want to stay home. I, I'm busy all day long. Like this is what I'm doing. I'm just vegging out on worldwide motorsport that's and right. loving it. And Gio and I, we went to the Indy 500 and that's part of it. Like you get up and then the race is on in the media center and you watch the Grand Prix of Monaco and then you experience Indy and then you go watch the Coke 600. It's part of America. It's as American as it gets this day. And it's Memorial Day, by the way, which is a very, you know, solemn holiday. And uh, we should be thinking about the only reason we get to do this stuff is because people... You know, they gave their lives fighting so that we may. And so we will. All right, Sue. Good job. All right. WFO, everybody. Have a WFO kind of week and weekend. Have right. fun. Thank you. Appreciate Sue. And uh, Bug Barn has stopped the car. He's got his words of wisdom. We're going to let him get his shot in. We're going to let him fire his shot. All right, Bobby. Words of wisdom, bud. I feel that I have internet. You do. You've got I don't internet. Have internet. It's like a scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> I, I will. I will bring the wisdom next week. I'm just oh. sorry I missed the uh, double or nothing. I knew it was going to be a double or nothing show. <laughs> Look at Bobby out there in the wilderness. I don't know. It looks like uh, looks beautiful. Well, I'm next. To, I'm in my backyard. That's the. That's wonderful. Cool lights. I love it. I love it. All right, Bobby. We'll see you next week. Be good. Okay. There he goes. Bobby Later, Graham. guys. WFO, everybody. Bobby Graham. Love that guy. All right, Giovanni. Started off like gangbusters. How are you going to end? Well, I just want to wish everybody a happy Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy the races. And uh, don't forget, like we discussed, why why we will be having a day off on Monday. So uh, thank you. So wait. So Race Guitar says, are we doing Ignition next Monday? Well, General policy is we do not do a a, a holiday show, but uh, you know that could be determined. Uh, you know that could be discussed. I don't have a problem. It's not like I'm against it. It's not against the spirit of the holiday for us to be. You know. Well, there you go. Well, you, you know, you tell me what day we'll do it. 
we'll talk about it, right? Because Sunday is the day of debauchery. Sunday is like the the the. It all depends on what happens on Monday. Like if that's like crazy out of control stuff, I don't know. To be determined, just like everything else in the WFL universe, to be determined. So as we're picking out all weekend long and watching racing and enjoying ourselves, you know, throw one down for all those that gave their lives so that we could be fat and eat, drink, and be merry. Yes. Are you going to tell the people about the big championship game that's happening? You know, let's just wait for things to happen, man. Yes, there's going to be a championship game at some point. But you you never told the audience that they're even in the championship game. Well, because, you know, I don't like to talk about things before they happen. Yeah, but don't you think that the audience, like, wants to go on the journey? What are they going to do? They're going to go online and follow the game? Like, they, they can't, so... No, I just, we, you know. And we will report to them what's going to happen, you know? Now it's I feel like, like you're fantasy going football thing. The, you know? Big yeah, champion. I know. And look how that turned here. out. And Big look how that turned out for me when you brought it up. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh... And Gio could live stream it. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, could, but... He gets he gets very animated. He's one of those. Yeah, no, are you kidding guys. me? I, I have a hard time just sitting there and keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, definitely. All right, Giovanni, good job. All right, WFR, everyone. Enjoy the races. Happy Memorial Day weekend. There he goes. All right, Giovanni in Miami. And that brings us to the conclusion of the show. Uh, and I will tell you, thank you very much for watching. Remember, later on this week, we got Reinhardt. We got Freddie from VP. We got Erica. We got Jim Epler. And then Thursday, I don't know, something, nothing. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I do want to tell you, we'll put up a new design in the WFO store. A Miami Hollywood Speedway t-shirt. I've already ordered it. And I'm going to like bust it out on the show. And uh, I think people are really going to like it. Check out the WFO app. Download it. Check out the merch store. We're, we're ramping up the designs. We're even open to people sending designs. Good stuff. Thanks to Sue, and Dave Morris, of course, and Race Guitar jumping on there, and Troy. Gio was tough on him. He deserved it a little. But in the end, it all worked out. And they placed another wager for double the money. See? All you kids out there. You know, my dad always told me not to get into the wagering deal. Not into it. I like to play cards against the house a little bit until I lose. And then I get mad. And I go eat ice cream. Make myself feel a little bitter. Bitter. Better. Bitter better. I'm bitter, so then I feel better. But yeah, what a show. Honestly, Sue was shocked. Passing of Johnny D, Big Mac, our drag racing community. There was a crash at Cecil County. It's just like tough stuff. Sebastian Vettel won Monaco 2017 driving for Ferrari. FYI. Woo! Wrap it up. I'm out. Have a great weekend, everybody. There he goes. Giovanni finally gets the fact in there. Good. Vettel. That was a long time ago. Charles Leclerc gets that win. I think that will do a good job of satiating like calming the troops right the natives are restless and angry big thanks to marvin rodak rodak's coffee and grills.com samtech.edu frank holly's drag racing school phillips connect total seal fti performance of course and vp racing fuse gonna learn a little bit more about everybody this week all right guys appreciate all of you thank you so much and wfo We'll see you with Reinhardt later on this week.
This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.